Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinions. Or as it says on the board, Pop Pins. Yeah. Capital S. Capital S. Episode 85. Yes. I know. <laughs> I don't even know. Because last week I said 85. And you were one off. I was one off. So I've, I guess I remembered, which is shocking in itself. I guess because it's only been like a few days. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's how it works in my brain. Maybe I have like a reset after a certain amount of days. Yeah, because we did record later last week. We did. Yeah, closer together. Case, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. The weather is fantastic. It makes me nervous, though, because I'm like, if it's this nice now, what is our summer going to look like? Because it's never been this warm this time of year. This is like... Yeah, like I was driving home, it said 29. Like I had air on and my windows, like I was, like it was hot. I'm like, are we going to, literally, we just had the furnace on like seven, eight days ago. And now we're going to have to have the air on. That's kind of the way it works here, but yeah. Summertime. Summertime. How are you? You just got your hair cut? I did. You like it? I do. It still looks long though. It is. Like your hair is just long. Yeah, I I took like an inch and a half off. Wow. You know, it's super curly too. It's so cute. Once it's shorter, then it looks like more curly. Yeah. I know. It looks good. Thank you. I know. Happy belated Mother's Day. I think we mentioned that it was Mother's Day, but yes. still happy Mother's Day. I had Day. such a good Mother's Day. I got a pedicure with your dad. Mm-hmm. I ran my first 5K. I have been paying the price for it because now my back is extremely sore. Um, apparently that's normal though. I've looked it up. Now I've never run a 5k before. <clears throat> I went the highest I ever ever gone before was 3.5. So to go to five was, I think too much, but I felt so good in the moment. I just knew in my gut, like I just wanted to do it because you know, that's been my goal since I've started. And so I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And I felt so good and it was going well. And then an hour later, my whole lower back seized. So it's starting to feel a little better today, but this is like now day three. Anyways, and then we just read in the backyard. It was beautiful and waited for you guys to get off work. We did have a little miss, a little hiccup with the food. It was, yeah, it was, it took a long time, but it was delicious. Then we all sat at the table and I got awesome gifts and yeah, I have to be very careful what I say around your girlfriend. Because I just asked her if she just happens to be in a store and she sees a black hoodie. Like, that's all I'm looking for. Not a zip up because I have black zip up hoodies. I just wanted a black like pullover hoodie. I'm like, if you just happen to see one, just can you grab it for me? And next thing you know, I'm opening a Lululemon black hoodie. Yes, because that is what my girlfriend does. So I have to be very careful. So, so funny because we're sitting at the table and then dad goes, I like trucks. (laughs) I hope I don't get a new truck (laughs) for Father's Day. That would be terrible. So that was really fun. But that the night was really fun. Like once we had our food and like it felt like it once everybody had food in them, then it's like the whole tone changed. Like everybody was like happy again. I was so hungry. I was going to eat my hand off. Yeah. Like I got home from work because it's just to like change. And then it was okay. Time, time for you to go because you have to go. We had to drop my girlfriend's car off and yeah they were really mad at me because then i was like talking to dad and you're like this sounds like good conversation for dinner well because you were talking about sporting events that had happened in the afternoon and i was waiting to eat so i was like i don't understand like we're all going to be together soon so let's like move it along and we can all talk about this sporting funness mm-hmm. once mama's got some food in her and i'm not hangry because then that's what you'll remember of Mother's Day. Remember when she was so angry? Because <laughs> then once I have food in me, I was fine. And Meg was like, why didn't you eat a snack? That's a fair question. I should have eaten a snack. I just sometimes when I'm hungry, I don't know when to stop. So I didn't want to fill up on like, I don't know, crackers or do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, no, I want Thai food though. Like that's anyways, that was good once I had food in me. You were. It was a really fun night. Thank you. And I'm glad you had a great Mother's Day today. We are going to talk about... A bit about IMC because we're going to do both our movies, uh, Devil All the Time and Just Mercy. Yes. We are going to rank because I guess it was from the last one because I think this was the oh. 11th. Oh, is it? I think so. Unless... Oh, okay. I might be missing a movie then because I have this as 10. So maybe I'm missing a movie. Oh, I do have 10, but I just don't have this mo- this week's movie in it. Oh, okay. I'll just, I'll quickly look while you're talking. Unless there was one that I was missing. And so we're going to rank our top 10 
IMCs so far, or yes. rank our IMCs so far. Yeah. And then we have this or that movie edition. I know. Which so is fun. Your your segment and I know. I'm gonna be running a segment, you guys. And I didn't pick before, so everyone is just gonna get my off the cuff answers for I all like of these. I like it. That's good. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I only have ten. I don't know why, but I'm not gonna try and figure that out right now. So that's okay. All right, let's rock, paper, scissors and Kay. see who's going first. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Damn, you've been winning now. I, I went on a huge winning streak, and now you are. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. So my movie for this week was 2019's Just Mercy. As I write down the time that we started this, um, it was directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, and it follows young defense attorney Brian Stevenson, a Harvard grad who moves to Alabama to defend poor people on death row specifically featured in this movie is his work with walter mcmillan otherwise known as johnny d. i literally just watched it yeah, johnny d mm-hmm. uh who is wrongly convicted of murder of a young teenage girl yeah she's like 16 or something uh mm-hmm. so based on a true story yeah we love that especially i felt different than the thurgood marshall one because at the end, they do the epilogue mm-hmm. with what everyone, yeah. like what was the aftermath. Updating yeah. everybody's characters, right? Uh, so we got Michael B. Jordan as Brian Stevenson. Yep. Uh, Jamie Foxx as Walter McMillan, Johnny D, and Brie Larson. Yes. Who plays, like, I didn't write down her name. I think it's Eva Ansley. Yeah, something like that. She plays like the, it's not a secretary. I'd say she's more like she does a lot of the, what do you call, what do you call those? Uh, they're not lawyers, but they ha- they assist with lawyers. So whatever. I know it has, like a legal aid or I, I don't know what they're called. but Paralegal? Yeah, paralegal. Something. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she would do all the research and she was, Anyway, sorry. You go. Well, no, she wasn't like I I didn't find she was in it that much. No, but I found when she was, it was very impactful. Like I found her I really liked her character. I liked um her tenacity and her drive and her and her like just belief of sh- she was doing the right thing and even when things got scary, she was like I'm going to I'm not giving up because he said to her at one point, I will understand if you walk away. And she was like, no, I don't want my kid to see that or my kids. I was always confused if I she had one just, or two. But I think it was just one. Because then she he was always had a friend over. So I was always confused if like, is that hurt just hers? But then anyways, she was great. Uh, so the entire case that they have built against McMillan is from testimony from a convicted felon, Ralph mm-hmm. Myers. And it's the only evidence they have. Yes which just is raising a lot of red flags. Originally, Johnny D doesn't want doesn't want to work with Brian because what's the point? He's already been on death row for a couple of years and he's got him and his death row buddies like uh, Ice Cube's son is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like, not that I don't have a lot to say about this. It is this, a but hard, you don't want to ruin it too for people. Like I definitely, out of these two movies I watched, I love Just Mercy. Like I thought it was really well done. I thought the story was really well done. I thought it really brought to the to the light again, which I mean, we need more of these stories of how these injustices for the black community is. He was nowhere near that place. He had 15 witnesses that said he was at this like um, uh, they were at a fish fry, a fish fry. And with like all his friends and family, but they wouldn't they wouldn't have the testimony of the black people of the black community. He was three, at least three miles away from even the cleaner where this girl was found. Um, so I just like it was like such an uphill battle. And I just thought it was uh, it was a really well done. I liked it. I didn't know the story, so I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you my favorite part, though, or my favorite character? He's not in it a lot, but the guard. Yeah, I thought the guard was because these they're always portrayed as assholes. And this guard showed so much compassion and kindness in like some of the hardest times. Like, you know, when someone was going to death row, they were doing their last walk or whatever. And he was really gentle and sweet and nice. And then when uh, Johnny D was in the, the van waiting to go back to the jail cell and his family was far away and he kind of like called them over like you you have five minutes and like he showed so much compassion for like the people and I'm now I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie before 
they're always portrayed as such assholes. And I thought it was a really nice kind of like it was refreshing. Yeah, especially when well while they were setting up for the death row execution, you could see how kind of timid he was. He was like setting up chairs and like was really uncomfortable and the other guard goes well just don't think about it too much yeah and that wasn't him and he's not in it a lot i don't even know if he speaks actually now that i think about it i mean he says like a couple things like i think you have five minutes and yeah don't make this hard like he has a couple of lines but i I think at the beginning when brian first goes into the uh like goes into the jail i'm pretty sure that's the guard he meets and he does like a strip search and oh is that him I think so. Oh, okay. Not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think it was because he. This guy was so nice. But I'm thinking that was his character development. If oh, that was him. Okay, that's a good one. We should go back and look. That'll bug me. Actually, I'm gonna do that tonight. Um. So, so this guy Ralph Ralph Myers. There were two statements, but there was only one that was presented in court. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's something off with this first statement. They find the transcript. They find the tape of it. And in this tape, he's saying, I like, I can't do this. I can't wrongly convict someone. Uh, uh, yeah. Because they're questioning him about it and then try to lead him into. Well, there's coercing everybody. They're just. And, you know, while I was watching it, I was frustrated and I was mad and stuff. But then I started thinking, like, they're a small knit community. They are trying to give the community and the parents of this girl some peace. But why is that peaceful to if they know it wasn't him? How is that like you're not like find the real person? Like don't don't just like grab some random like person like that's, you know, so I just like I tried really hard to like understand their motive. But it was hard. Like I was like, no, no, you are. It's wrong. Like get the real the real killer is out there unless it was one of them. Yeah. Plot twist. We don't know. <laughs> uh, so when when we do see this execution, the the fellow inmates are chanting their support for him and they're banging, making all this noise so that he can hear that he's not alone. Mm-hmm. Especially he talks to Brian about, you know, I don't have any family. He's a Vietnam veteran. And he says, I don't have any word to send like my flag. Yeah. I hope it's OK that it goes to you. And he's I like, know. I would be honored. Ooh, it was a hard one. Yeah, that was. Um, and he was he was really remorseful. I mean, he did kill someone, but it was an accident because he put a bomb on someone's porch, and he just had he just from the war he had some issues, which is fair. And the one guy, Ice Cube's son, was like, "You should be in a hospital, being taken care of, not in a jail, right? Like, yeah. mentally, you need to be helped, not killed." Anyways, that part was sad. Yeah, the the film nerd quarter was their choice to, um, after all the banging and the chanting, once it becomes time, everything just goes silent. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really... Well, I, just, I zipped through a little bit. Because you don't need... Well, because, yeah, you don't need to hear or, or see any of what's going on, but it just, just kind of... Visually stays in my head and... Ugh, no. So sad to me. Um. They don't. I, I like that they didn't rely on courtroom scenes to move this. Like it's not some big trial. It's all about the proceedings of trying to get another trial. Yes. Yes. Um. Originally, there's no new trial because there's there's evidence and. Oh, I mean the evidence is ridiculous. And the and Ralph literally says in court, everything I said wasn't true. Yeah. And the judge still says. A month they, later. Yeah. I was like, why is it a month? Like, my goodness. And then it's like a month later and he's like, nah, I think we're good. Yeah. We got the right man. There wasn't. He did not perjure. The guy, Ralph, did not perjure himself. He also, like, was such an interesting character just of how he talked. Yeah, I know. He was Southern, but he also, like, talked down to China. Yeah, he did. And he was, like, this little guy who just wanted food when Brian showed up. And, yeah. Um, So they bring bring this wrongful condemnation conviction of johnny d to the public and brian goes on 60 minutes and they make this big hoopla which was necessary because then the public pressure is sent over to because uh i think it was the the district attorney chapman who originally he meets he meets brian and Mm -hmm. doesn't really help he gives him some court documents but definitely not enough and he brian goes to see him after the whole 60 minutes and all that stuff had happened 
and he got mad at him of like do you know how much pressure i'm under now yeah because of this yeah and now the people don't feel safe because they, they don't, don't know who the killer is yeah and, or whatever right and brian asked him to join the because he's filing a motion to dismiss all charges yeah basically and then he just tells him get the hell off my property because he can't he, he i mean and i understand his position in that moment of like you can't just give up your case even yeah. though there is none i know um so then it's the alabama supreme court that does eventually overturn and we get a retrial yes which of course becomes the big we get the big courtroom speech because it's basically just one argument yeah yeah that they really go through and it i think it was a moment that they said all right this is michael b jordan this is your oscar moment yeah not that it wasn't good no i know what you're saying though it's but it wasn't the spectacular moment that it was supposed to be and maybe you know what that's it doesn't always have to be that yeah we don't need that oscar moment obviously if you were trying to pinpoint towards one you would think it's that but i think maybe it is just more of a realistic that's not how you win these cases yeah yeah it's not some big speech it's It's not thurgood marshall with the pen yeah it's probably not like the way we see it in all the movies right a little more realistic yeah uh there's actually even uh i think it's just before the credits they're Walter and Brian are sitting together and there's like this another like little speech where he's talking about we need justice we need mercy Mm -hmm. and I'm just so glad he didn't say we just need mercy or like we need just mercy I'm glad he didn't say that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) would have probably ruined the movie (laughs) right right if they made it that corny um and then in the epilogue we see that Brian Stevenson has still been fighting the good fight for over 30 years uh, and his the equal the equal justice initiative has released over or has released 140 death row prisoners. Yeah, it's fabulous. And ever like it was just a very well tied together story. Yeah, it was for sure. The acting was really good, and yep. yeah, it didn't. I don't think anything about it was spectacular, but it was just a really good movie. Yeah, it was entertaining mm-hmm. and a true story. So it was a good one. Yeah. I'm going to say maybe next week, no courtroom. Oh, okay. You don't? Oh, okay. I'll just mark them all off my list. <laughs> all right. You're to your, to okay. your movie. Okay. So I watched uh, Devil All the Time, which is 2020. It's on Netflix, uh, directed by Antonio C- Campus. Sorry. I was like, uh, what did I write there? Campus. I like, um, so this go- they got the title from, they all thought they were talking to and getting direction from God, but it was the devil all the time. Nice. So I was like, once I read that, I'm like, could not be more true. First, I'll go through the cast. It's Bill Sarsgaard, Tom Holland, Haley Bennett, Riley Keough, Sebastian Stan, Jason Clark, Eliza Scanlon, Robert Pattinson, Mia. I can never say her last name. It's like Waskowskasa or something. And Harry Melling. Um, this movie is um, when they say devil sin, it, it uh, all of it. It's all there. Um, it's a hard, it's a hard watch. It was a hard watch for me. Um, I enjoyed it, but it was tough. I would say it's like, it was definitely to my limit. Some of, some of the things we cover are there's cancer, there's suicide, like multiple. There is a dog killing. There is murder, a lot of murder. And there's a priest who takes advantage of little girls. So it's set in rural Ohio and West Virginia. It follows a cast of compelling and bizarre characters from the end of World War II to the 1960s. Um, kind of starts with like a veteran comes home from war. He falls in love. They have a baby. Then she gets cancer. And then our path just is darkness after that. Like, cause it's kind of okay then. And then all of a sudden it's just one disturbing tragedy event after the other. Um, in this movie, there's a couple that they like to pick up hitchhikers and take very interesting photos with the hitchhiker and then kill them. Um, we have the priest that takes care of or takes advantage of teen girls. Uh, Tom Holland was really great in a different role. And I started thinking, wow, it's, it's nice to see him out of this, like, you know, Spider-Man genre. And then I was like, well, we saw him in Cherry, though. Like, this kid can act. We know he can do it. We know what he's capable of. But. What's interesting is he's doing a Southern accent and so is Robert Pattinson and he does 
Like you wouldn't even know it was him. Like if my eyes were closed, I would not know it's him. It doesn't even sound like him at all. He's got this high pitched Southern drawl. And apparently he didn't even work with a dialect coach. He just did that all on his own. And he, he mastered it of how he wanted to talk. He wouldn't tell even the director until the day of shooting of what he's, he had decided and whatever. And I'm like, that is a lot of confidence on both parts. Like, that the director's trusting him and that he is, like, confident enough that he can nail something that he's made up, you know, in his head. Um, I love the – when I look at these two movies, the um, – the um, actually, I'll do that after. But uh, one other thing is there's this one killing that is really tough. And so this person thinks, I'm going to kill this person and then I'm going to ask God to resurrect them. So kills this person with something in the neck and then lays there and is like, I'm ready. Like resurrect them. Like and and starts doing that for like a good like one to two. I don't know. It feels like forever. And it gets like more and more like, okay, like do it. God, like because they all think that God is talking to them. And like that's kind of how it right. How all these characters, they think it's their somehow God is communicating through them and stuff like that. So tough watch, but pretty fascinating, I would say. And then I was going to say a lot of MCU characters here. We have a Sebastian Stan and Tom Holland in my movie and they have a cup. They have a really, it's a, I wouldn't say fun scene, but they have a fun interaction. They have an interaction. I wouldn't say fun. Sorry. Um, and then in just mercy, it's like Michael B. Jordan, Brie Larson and Jamie Foxx. Yep. I was like, holy MCU, like everywhere. Yeah. Anyways. Um, So, yeah, it's like, I mean, that's all I can really say because I don't want to like ruin it for people. It's it's a tough watch, though. But if you have the stomach for it, I mean, once the dog scene happened, it took me a minute to recover from it because not only did they make the choice of like it wasn't. Uh, it was like obviously we knew it was it was coming because they were trying this person was trying to be like I will give you the dog if you do this for me kind of as a like an offering to God so we knew it was coming um but then it was then we had a visual and that's where that's what I didn't need I can just I can imagine I didn't need to visually see would you have rather one of those like it pans up and then maybe you just hear it I don't know if I even want to hear a dog getting killed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was tough for me. I mean, honest to God, the dog died. And then next scene, somebody else died. And I was so upset over the dog. And then the next scene, there was like a human that was killed. And it didn't even phase me. Like, I was like, wow, that's, I wonder what that's all about. <laughs> but I was like that. Yeah, that would be my only criticism of the movie is just that. But Tom Holland is and Robert Pattinson. Wow. The acting chops on those two, pretty great. So, yeah, I'm ready for our challenge. Which one? The just to rate them. Okay. And then we'll move on to our my segment that your, I your planned. segment. All right, we're going to do our top ten IMCs so far. Okay. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Are we just gonna go like back and forth? Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number ten is Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yep. It was definitely, out of all of these, the most underwhelming. I understand the point of it, and it was one of those time jump movies, and I'm slowly, as I've seen more of them, appreciate them more, but, and, and again, none of these movies are bad, but yeah. just so, no, something has to be 10. Yeah. My number 10 will not shock you. It is fresh. Yep. Yes. Not, just not my type of movie. It's, it was disturbing. <laughs> Uh, my number nine is the old guard. Okay. And again, nothing wrong with it. It it just when I looked at the other movies, there was just no other movie I could put it ahead. Wow. Put ahead of, put it ahead of. Okay, that's interesting because the old guard would be right up there for me. So I'm curious to see what your number. I put I struggle between eight and nine, but nine I put day after tomorrow. But I feel like my eight or nine it could be interchangeable. But I put day after tomorrow. It was good. I just, yeah, like you say, when you just kind of have all the movies in front of you, you're like, no, I would put that there. 
this is this is probably eight eight and seven for me was the hard oh, okay. one. So yeah. My number eight is on the rocks. Okay. And again, we're in the territory of I loved that movie. Right. Like it was really good, really funny. It had a good like kind of dramedy feel to it. Mm-hmm. And nothing like nothing wrong with it. Yeah. The only reason it's at eight is because there was just movies I guess I enjoyed more. Yeah. But again, seven was right there. Yeah. So my eight would be Devil All the Time. So I was going to, I had it as double all the time as nine. And then I was like, day after tomorrow was eight. And then I switched them at the last minute because I think I got a little more from double all the time. It was disturbing, but yeah, I think I just got like, yeah, it was just a more thought provoking, I think. And my number seven is Marshall. Again, I could have gone either way with on the rocks, but I just think for the story that it was, and again, a true story that I knew of Thurgood Marshall, but I didn't know his actual work. So yeah. I thought that was a good job. And the way Chadwick and Josh Gad kind of challenge each other while working together. And I think one of the best touches of that movie is that they have Thurgood is allowed into the court, but he's not allowed to speak, mm-hmm. which I think would have been a big influence on the court because he just was such a good like public speaker. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's good. Uh, my number seven is Draft Day. I liked it. It was good. Again, I don't know. I just like the other movies better. But yeah, it was a good movie. I liked, I mean, I loved me my Jennifer Garner. And I thought Kevin Costner was really good. I've always said I was never a big Kevin Costner fan. But I thought he did a good job in that movie. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't your typical like baseball movie. Like there was actually no baseball in it. There was no sports. It was just the inner workings of the sport. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to see the the background knowledge. Uh, six, I put Devil Wears Prada. Nice. Really, really didn't enjoy it. And I have, I struggled keeping it out of the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just, for, for what it was, it was a great movie. It, I know. I still think she made the wrong choice, but. <laughs> Stay with her. Yeah. <laughs> Stay and be amazing at your job. Right. Instead of going back to your boyfriend that doesn't really support you. I know. Yeah. He was a douche. Uh, number six, I put Monsters University. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was a, it was a fun cute movie i know i needed that after something else probably or right it was one of those um and it was nice to have the prequel which may come up later in the this or that uh number five i've gone baby gone for the the mystery Mm -hmm. that it was and the kind of as you're moving along not everyone is a suspect but you're just everyone has something off about them yeah and I forgot I gave you that movie. That's okay, yeah. As you're trying to figure it out. And it wasn't one that, like, for, obviously, a story to, about a kid getting kidnapped. It's not the most heartwarming story, but it also wasn't really that, like, dark. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, it was about that, but then it kind of wasn't. I don't know how they did that, but it, I mean, that was the story, but then it was kind of all the interworkings of everybody else, right? right. And then a great twist at the end. Yeah, great twist, yeah. Uh, my number five set it up. Cute. Just if you're looking for a cute rom-com, this is like it's a good one, right? With the Tay Diggs and Lucy Liu and uh, Zoe and Glenn Powell. I can't remember Zoe's last name. Deutsch? Deutsch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a good one. It's a cute movie. So I put that at number five. Uh, my number four and I really four through one is where I really struggled. Yeah. And I loved the tender bar so much and I'm so upset I couldn't put it higher. But it was just it was a movie that just really spoke to me at this point of time in my life. Yeah. And great heartwarming story, fun, like characters, and obviously go back to the 1970s. And it's good to see, obviously, it's not a perfect representation of what life would have been like then, but it was still great. Yeah, no, I agree. I thought I really liked that movie. Uh, My number four, Dodgeball. Fun, like funny, like, yeah, like off crazy just like yeah if you're looking for just like a crazy kind of movie and just like you want to laugh and it's silly yeah that's the movie you want especially for you i knew you would love a movie with vince vaughn and jason bateman totally no matter and to me no matter how small jason bateman's role in that is it's great it doesn't matter he 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 captivates everybody it's fine it's great uh by number three malcolm and marie okay Mm, good you get to walk into a play with two of the top-notch actors we have. Yep. I think it's a movie that's going to age perfectly. Yes. And I could imagine because 
not that it didn't get the recognition it deserves, but I could imagine this is a cult following movie where we see where Zendaya and John David Washington are in the next 20, 30 years. And we say, that's that's amazing we got that movie with them. Yes. Where the two characters were all that the movie had. Yeah. I think it's that people had a hard time with Zendaya in that role. But now that she's done Euphoria, I feel like people are more receptive to it. But I think they had a hard time with it for some reason. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, she was like 23 or something when she did the movie. Like, calm down, people. She She is an adult. Um, I put number three as Snowden. So I really enjoyed that movie. I like spy stuff. I like I like that. So I liked Snowden. And this the stress of having the Rubik's Cube. Oh, man. Yeah. That whole that whole like scene stuff when they who's trying to get the information and then hide it in the Rubik's Cube and get out and it had it had everything you want in that kind of like spy type movie, right? Is is the intensity of it and yeah, so I really enjoyed that movie. It's good. My number two is Coda. Coda. Again, an Oscar award winning film. Best Best, picture. Best picture. Award-winning film. I know. It is the most heartwarming. It's laughs. It's tears. It's a great story. And it's a great representation of a community. Yeah. That feel very unrepresented. It's up. Yeah. That was right. Um, So I think it's great that we're starting to get more representation for everybody. Right? Yeah. That must be so great for them. My number two is The Batman um because I just saw it it's still pretty fresh in my head I was wondering that as I was picking I was like do I am I picking this because I think it's like number two or am I picking it because it's just fresher right but I think it is it was just so well done Mm -hmm. if you're looking for like dark gloomy a three-hour movie that holds up for three hours yeah like I never felt bored so no and I thought the acting was great again Robert Pattinson I don't know man this kid he's a kid He's just like he's such a good actor and I Meg and I were talking about it the other day and I was saying like it's such a shame that he's not a shame but like that he's he's having to break away from that role of like Twilight the Twilight guy yeah. you know but because he can really act like it's not yeah he's a really good actor. Apparently there's a good movie with him and Willem Dafoe The Lighthouse I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. It is where they like play they don't play themselves but their characters like have their own name like that's robert and willem i'm pretty sure isn't it in black and white too yeah yeah okay yeah there's a hair on the thing (laughs) all right my number one and i don't think anybody will be surprised by this but knives out yeah for a movie that i'd always wanted to see and i just kind of never had gotten around to it yeah it was everything i wanted and then some it's a mystery it's a murder mystery but you find out what the murder pretty quickly yeah and it's more the inner workings of all the family like the cast is unbelievable and the story was great the twist the turns daniel craig not the first time we've ever watched a movie with him having the american accent right but he southern he's yeah. southern american yeah. well i think even wouldn't have logan lucky yeah i guess that was a good movie too mm-hmm. yeah so yeah number one knives out my number one is cherry that was my favorite movie out of all of these. And I think it's because it was just different. And I liked the way the story was told. And I loved Tom Holland in it. And I liked the girl who I can't remember her name right now. But I just thought it was really well done. And it was kind of sad, I guess. But, like, I don't know. There was just something about it. Like, they really loved each other. But then they made bad choices. And, yeah. The story structure, especially the chapters of it. I think it was. I think it was the way it was presented to me and the coloring of it. And, I don't know. And all that, like, the way they did their field of, like, the field of view or whatever. Where it's, like, you're blurry in the background. Oh, like, depth of field? Yeah, that. And I loved, like, I just loved the visually. And I liked the story. And so... And for a movie watching at home, the fact that it's in chapters, you had the perfect like, okay, we need a pee break. Someone needs snacks. Yeah. We're going to start this next chapter. So we'll pause it here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. For sure. All right. Now it's it's my segment. It's your segment. Okay. This, this or that. This or that movie edition, everybody. So I did put some of these on my story. So I'll let you know when we get to those. And I'll let you know what people said. I didn't want to put them all on because I'm like, oh, my God, people will be so over us. And apparently I did the wrong 
thing. I was supposed to. I'm supposed to give people multiple choice, so they just have to click it. Yeah, just have us vote. Then yeah, you type people in don't answers. have to want. People don't want to type in. We don't have that attention span anymore. Nope. They just want click. Anyway, so thank you for everyone that did vote, and we'll get started. Home or theater? This is something we've done yeah. in debates. I don't know what side I was on then. I think I would go with home. So we had mostly theater, which surprised me. And we had a few homes, but there was mostly theater. So. I, for me, it would, it's just the convenience. Uh, convenience. You don't have to go anywhere. Again, you can pause it. You can control the volume. My thing is, when I'm at the theater, I'm not letting the dog out to pee. I'm not getting distracted by other people walking around. You're not I'm, on your phone. I'm not on my phone. So I'm not very, usually on my phone anyway during a movie, unless it does not capture me. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I would pick theater. Well, I would pick drive-in if I had my first choice, because that's the best. I think that would still count in theater. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like theater for sure. I, I like anything you have to go and watch a movie, right? Uh, Star Wars or Marvel? Um, I love Star Wars and me saying that immediately, everyone's going to know I'm picking Marvel, but it's just Marvel has given us more. Yeah. And Star Wars is a, I don't want to say condensed story. It's the Skywalker saga. There's some animated TV shows, but in terms of the content Marvel has pumped out in much less time. Yeah. I just, I think it's, it's more bang for your buck. I've always liked Star Wars as well. Wow. Star Wars. Mini stroke there. I always uh, have liked Star Wars as well. I've always enjoyed it. But since becoming a Marvel fan two years ago, I am Marvel all the way. I, yeah, I love it. And everyone picked Marvel except one person picked Star Wars. So kind of shows, right? Yeah. I think Marvel is a little more popular. And I think dad would still go Star Wars. Oh, no, he did. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even... I went Star Wars or, and I didn't even say the or, and he was like, Star Wars. Like, it doesn't matter what you put up against Star, Star Wars. Star Wars or sports. <laughs> I should. Um, classics or now trending? Um, I feel like I've seen most of the classics. Yeah. So, I, I think I would go... Like, now trending, you mean in terms of, like... Like, the new... Just newer movies coming out. Yeah. I would probably go... With with the now yeah because i'm interested of what stories well, are what new stories I yeah, guess. yeah because we've seen the classics so it's like okay well like what else do you have the i only also don't want I... like remakes that was my that'd be my only argument for the classics is people keep redoing them yeah and i wouldn't say for classics like i like them for comfort movies like when it's comfort time and i'm just like i just need an old like just uh, like a movie i know what's gonna happen but i think overall i would I want new like I want like surprise me entertain me like right challenge yeah for sure um based on a book or based on a true story Ooh, that's a good one I would say true story because like a book it's hard well again I guess also the true story could be a book like just mercy is based on a book I know and I it's know. a true story yeah that's uh, yeah that does happen for sure but I, I would say true story because although I don't love when they always like Hollywoodize, especially courtroom stuff. Like they make it that the court, the the case was won on the one big speech, like Marshall. But right. I think based on a true story, it's kind of hard to go wrong with those stories. Yeah. So true story one, like by a landslide, one person said book, and one person did say both, which is fair, I guess. But. And I feel like you haven't. And, oh, I guess you have been answering. Well, yeah, what yeah. do you say? Well, I would say true story. I usually get frustrated when things are based on a book because I think they don't usually live up to the book. <laughs> However, I am the book I'm almost done now, which I got to finish for book club. I have like 40 pages left. It has been painful. But the other day I realized it would make a better movie because there's a lot of characters and I'm trying to keep track and I can see it visually better working. So but most books, most if there's a story it's it once it's a book it's always gonna be better most of the time because you can yeah you can dive into characters more you and you can, can give background when yeah. a movie is like we have to focus on the story that's going on right now yeah yeah so yeah i would say true story disney or pixar i've always thought of like the bracket that because the, they have like a disney pixar bracket i think 
Disney is obviously the more established one, but I think I enjoyed more Pixar movies, especially recently. Like I think of like, like Toy Story. Well, I, Toy Story, I, yeah, but I like I figured it'd be a hands down Pixar with you. No, because I wanted to look at it like as a whole. Yeah. Like I think of like Pixar, and they did was that was Pixar Soul. No, that was Disney. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Disney. Maybe Disney is making their comeback now, but I think I would go Pixar. Yeah, I definitely had to look because I was like, Mulan is Disney. There was a couple of Disneys that I was like, ooh, I like it. But I do like the Pixar. I should see what Luca was because that's been my favorite one recently. But yeah, I think I'm Pixar as well. Uh, Popcorn or candy? This was split, man. People were... There was a lot. There was like, I would say it's 50-50. Only I had two people, which it's crazy who these two were because they're like two of my best friends and they both picked popcorn. Well, one pick, one just said both and the other one went popcorn. And then I got another thing in saying like, fuck, no candy too, candy too. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So uh, I think for a movie, you got to go popcorn. You go popcorn, right? Candy is like the, if you're at Cineplex, that's your add on. Yeah. That's like, I want to have a combo. Yeah. Like I always like, if we go there, I like to go, well, I, I sneak in food because I can't eat the popcorn there. So I'll sneak in my like Chicago mixed vegan stuff. And then, you know, fuzzy peaches or something. Cause then you're kind of, I don't know. I'm even more of like at the theater specifically. I always, I usually go chocolate chocolate. So you get the salty sweet. Yeah, that is true. But you gotta go. Uh, Harry Potter or J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, is that wrong? Not wrong, but it, it it's you're comparing like are you saying like Harry Potter like the movies or the books? Uh, well, this is movie editions, so I'm saying movie Harry oh. Potter or okay then Lord of the Rings. Okay, uh, I mean Harry Potter. I enjoyed Lord of the Rings. Yeah, not enough to watch all of them. Yeah, and Harry Potter was just again. It's probably that's one of those people always say the books are better because you learn more about the characters. They kind of have to jam a lot of information into movies. Yeah. And that's even why they turned the last book into two movies, because there was just so much yeah, they had to do. For sure. Uh, yes, yeah, I'd go Harry Potter. I would go neither. <laughs> I was going to say, you've seen the first movie of both of them. And that's it. So I was like, well, I don't know, because I mean, I guess I'd go Harry Potter, but I don't I don't watch those kind of movies, so. I know my dad would be like furious with me because he was such a big Lord of the Rings fan. That is his comfort. Dad picked it too. Picked Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Has he even seen Harry Potter? I don't know. We're not. Yeah, we're not Harry Potter. Um, so do you want heartfelt or belly laughing? Um, I know it depends on the mood, but. Yeah. More often than not, though, I would go belly laughing. But I think heartfelt is underrated for movies. Right. Yeah. To get like the tender bar type of movie. Or Coda or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something no, that's I want, just chicken for the soul. I want heartfelt. I want it. I mean, again, it depends on what kind of move, mood you're in, but I want, yeah, I want something that's going to hit me in the feels. I like it. Um, an earth documentary or a crime documentary? Earth. I, I don't want to hear about crime. Right? Me either. I, I don't want to hear about this murderer that killed a bunch of people and is still somehow on the loose. I got to tell you a really funny quick story. So Meg and I went hiking yesterday. We we're talking about her heart rate. We've we've noticed that it's like really high. So we think it's like an anxiety thing. So I was like, well, like we're on our way to walk in a forest. Like, what are you anxious about? She's like, someone's going to jump out and kill and like shoot us. And I was like, who, maybe you should stop watching the crime documentaries. Like, because she watches, that's all she really watches. And she's scared all the time. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. There's a pretty direct correlation. Right? Like, Earth is consume. not going to, that's not going to stress you out. It's, like, usually beautifully shot, especially if it's da- David. David Attenborough. Like, he is just unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm Earth Doc all the way. Uh, musical or horror? Oh, Jack's going to struggle. Because he um, hates them both. I do. I probably, I'd probably say musical. Yeah. Horror to me is just not like worth it. Like again, we make the joke about your favorite genre being a thriller. At least a thriller, there is more yeah. to it, more to enjoy. When a horror, especially when I think of horror, I think of like sinister or like insidious. And I wouldn't. I can't even watch those when they come up on the like 
just the trailer comes up in the middle of a show or something. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, and uh, musicals are not very fun either, but at least you know it's it's usually pretty lighthearted. Yeah. It's usually not the most like intense stuff you're dealing with. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hangover or super bad? Um, this is the funny thing about The Hangover is the more movies they did, the worse they got and the more diluted. The first one is very close to super bad to me because it is just, it's a great story and ah, the guy goes missing and there's Mike Dyson and a tiger and he has a face tattoo and it's just all over the place. Yeah. Super bad is similar and all over the place, but it's also like high school which means it's a lot more innocent right yeah that's true i've never thought of it that way and then obviously you get bill Hader and seth rogan as the cop super bad is like emma emma probably one of one of if not my favorite comedy movie yeah i I go super bad but the first hangover by itself is close especially the beginning they call someone (laughs) the doctor that a doctor in a word you're not really supposed we're not supposed to say anymore so but it was 2008 yeah yeah um, so Hangover won by a landslide, actually. There was only a couple people that actually put Superbad, which I was kind of shocked about because I'm like, Superbad's really funny. Yeah. But I think it's underrated funny. Like, I don't think, I think it wasn't as popular as Hangover. Anyways, yeah, I would pick Superbad. Hands- I didn't even have to think about that. I liked The Hangover. I remember laughing a few times, but Superbad, I laughed all the time and I just like the I liked the people in it better or like I liked the story of it so yeah I'm easy uh The Departed or Interstellar hmm, two very different movies I mean I know so originally it was The Departed with the Irishman but I'm like well Jack's never gonna pick the Irishman so then we all came up with Interstellar <laughs> Interstellar is very close I just there's very few movies that can get to The Departed Interstellar is close though like the we were talking i can't remember i was talking about it with like the him in the bookshelf and banging on it and that's how she realized the sand and like how everything is put together in that movie was so good yeah it's still not the departed though yeah i'm going to interstellar the departed the departed i definitely am an interstellar girl i love it uh chris evans or chris hemsworth so i'm taking this as captain america or thor don't Right? Oh, not like the rest of their filmography? Let's just say Captain America or Thor. I think they were both perfectly casted. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, neither. Actually, you know what? I guess maybe Thor, Thor's movies are worse. But I think Thor as a character, I don't even want to say developed more, but had maybe... Uh, I don't know what, what it is. What I I'm know trying it's to like a at. more significant impact kind yeah, of more more. I'd say more significant changes because like Captain America was just always this is how I'm going to do things and I'm I'm going to do what's right even if it's not technically right by right, law. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably say Hemsworth. Yeah. This is the way I broke it down in my head. I was like if I don't have Chris Evans then I don't have my favorite movie from the Marvel cinematic universe so but looks wise i would pick hemsworth if i had to pick that way especially because like when he goes from like the long hair to the short hair and he still looks really good yeah like he's he's a good looking boy so i would pick him as whatever but chris evans won not by much i would say it was closer i would say it's like 60 40 um so i was surprised at that I, I don't know why. I was just surprised. I was thinking more people would pick Hemsworth, but... I'm thinking if if we were going their entire filmography, then I would probably say Evans because I think he's done yes. more different stuff. Like, Chris... Em- I don't know if I could name anything Hemsworth has been on. Like, Rush. Oh, okay. Oh, the one where they redid old... Oh, Red Dawn. Remember that one? Oh, he did do Red Dawn. That was a good one. That was a good movie. And um, they did that Netflix one where... I can't extraction. I think. Yeah, that was okay. But then, then again, when you're going Chris Evans, it's like knives out. Yeah, like doing Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, like I feel like Hemsworth kind of does the same kind of role. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's frustrating for him. Uh, yeah. So Chris Evans did win. Uh, Globes or Oscars? We've talked about this, but 
Globes is more fun, so it's the better show to watch. The Oscars, though, is the Super Bowl of movies. Yeah, prestige, right? Yeah, it's hard to argue against prestige. Which one would I rather watch? I'd rather watch the Golden Globes. Yeah. It's more fun. It's TV and movies. Hopefully we get it back at some point. Yeah. (laughs) They're in such the doghouse. Um, Just I get, did Ricky, put, get Ricky Gervais. I know, because he'll say anything. Can you imagine what he would say about Will Smith the, if he had to host next year? Yeah. <gasps> the, the Benedict Cumberbatch joke from SNL in his. Did you watch SNL? Yeah. So he goes, uh, oh, newest, oh, no, we haven't watched the newest one. Oh, can I spoil yeah, the yeah, joke course, for you? So he's like, oh, so I was, I was nominated for best actor, but I was beat by Will Smith. It's like, no, 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 no not <laughs> physically. Yeah. And it was like such a good and he just like and Benedict just has this little smirk of he's like, I know I wrote this joke, but he executed it so perfectly. Right. Yeah. No, I did hear that one. So that's OK. I did put D- DC or Marvel. I don't know why. But. I, I, the Batman was great. I think they have potential. James Gunn redid the Suicide Squad. I'll eventually watch that. Apparently, the John Cena show Peacemaker was really good. I think it has potential to be good, but I, it just... You're it, not there yet. No. I, and I don't think it could get there because of just the amount of, like, the not original, but the previous Suicide Squad was awful. Wonder Woman, I would say the first one for me was underwhelming, and I didn't watch the second one. Aquaman, again, we know about aquaman yeah. and one of their I've, co-stars that yeah. clip though that audio going around of johnny depp though when yeah. it kind of sounds like he's drunk i'm not assuming but i feel like everyone thinks he's wearing her wig okay and he just goes aquaman <laughs> um thor or loki uh thor i loved the loki show i think i, I think i still stand by it. it's my favorite that they've done with this disney plus shows yeah great development for both of them but like the amount that thor lost and like still just kept going and i think we're gonna see that in this new movie of like him give in quotes giving up the the fighting life which i don't think he'll ever really do as yeah, a character yeah. but like he lost loki multiple times and his dad and his mm-hmm. mom and his sister came from the depths of hell and took his <laughs> eye off and he lost everything and he just kind of still walks into situations with a smile right i am loki all the way i love thor but loki to me just the the character is so fascinating to me like i just the way he the way tom middleston middleston uh portrays him is to me like He's one. He's I for me the, in the Marvel cinematic universe, like one of the best. Like I just think he's so good, and I just think he's such a little shit, and I love it so much. Um, werewolves or vampires? Um, is this like Twilight or? You can say whatever you want. It could be the Lost Boys. It can be. It doesn't have to be vampire. An interview with a vampire. Um, I'm gonna say werewolves just because I think I've seen enough of vampires. Yeah, I think they're a little overdone. Right. Like Morbius. Like not that I would see it. And I there is a lot of like Jared Leto stuff, like the method acting conversation that's come out of it. I just I think we've seen enough vampires. Right. I think more werewolves. Was Teen Wolf? Is he a werewolf? Yeah, he was. He dunked. I think I'm still vampires. I think I'm still find them a little fascinating. So, I don't know. Uh, home invasion or haunted house? I was going to say, like, do we, like, what's going to happen to us? <laughs> no, like, do we, like, we want to watch? Do you want to watch a home invasion or a movie about a haunted house? Um, a, haunt- a home invasion sounds more interesting for, like, story wise. I wouldn't really want to watch either. That's haunt- what I said. Haunted House, though, to me, just feels like it's going to be a bunch of jump scares, which is just my least favorite thing. Yeah. I was like, I because as soon as I read it, Dad's like, what are you going to pick out of that? And I was like, the only reason I would pick Home Invasion, which scares me to death, but at least it's like con- you can kind of control it and you know what you're dealing. You're dealing with like a human. Yeah. Whereas a Haunted House, you're dealing with like, ghosts like i don't know are they like how are you supposed to get away from them like we don't know how to get away from that whereas a human like we kind of know like i don't know we hide we but a ghost will just find you yeah and if you combine both of them then you get the invisible man with (laughs) uh elizabeth moss i know i do want to see it but i'm scared i don't you don't want to see it okay 
Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Sequel or prequel? Ooh. Um, trying to think of like where, like, I think of like a se- uh, prequel that didn't go great in Black Widow. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think for the timing, like it would have just worked if they did the, did it, did the movie when it was in like timeline wise. Star Wars went to prequels after. Yeah. So because f- we were saying with Star Wars, we're like it's prequels and sequels, though. Like, yeah, because they because they do like the original and then it's a prequel and then it's a sequel. Which yeah, a lot of people. I, I think that, again, there's a lot of hate in the world, like not real hate, but like movie hate. Like yeah, like our trivia guy that was like fuck like Disney for ruining Star Wars. Yeah, he was really mad. It's it's just movies. It's like, just movies. Calm down. At the end of the day, I know we've been talking about movies for almost an hour right now, but at the end of the day, we're not going to let a movie like dictate our mood. No, for sure not. No. Or anyone's reaction to a, a movie or a franchise. I think I think I would go sequel. I think I would too. I do like the idea of a prequel because it's giving you that insight that maybe you don't know but it's almost like showing you the like it's like back to the are you showing me the movie at the end you know so and like then now the movie's about how we got there so that's kind of prequel to me is like so I think I would go sequel especially if it's good you want to keep seeing the same character you want to keep seeing it so yeah and a prequel would just kind of feel like well why didn't you do this first yeah so I think a quiet place three they're coming out with and I think it's a prequel. And I think it's like, how do we get... It's like day one or something it's called. That's kind of cool. I don't know how you're going to do that with the kids, though. Because, like, <laughs> the kids are, like, we, older. Yeah, so. and, like, we know what happens to them. Like, yeah. we know what happens to the one. Yeah. From the first one. Yeah. I think that's also the problem, like... The home invasion, I was, I was thinking of, like, what's a good home invasion movie? But, like, the first Purge is, like, genuinely a good movie. Yeah. Then they just started going like, all right, the first purge. And th- there's a purge on there's an island. One more purge. and Yeah, there's just the last purge. I wonder if they've done that, the last purge. Probably. That's It was a great idea for one movie. You know what it was? It was Saw. Right. Saw was great for Saw one movie. Saw was actually a really good movie. And it was... See, where would you put that? I would say that was a thriller. Like a psychological thriller. Mm, I think that's more of a horror. But I liked that movie. Because I found it to be... I don't know. I found psychological it's, thriller I couldn't get on board with. Psychological thriller slash horror. Like it definitely I can see where the horror comes in, but it is more of a thrill. Like they're more messing with you. Same with that. The wall. Yeah. Oh, shit. That movie. That movie traumatized me. Titanic or The Notebook? The Notebook. Titanic. Again, it takes like 45 minutes for this <laughs> boat to sink. And <gasps> you go into the movie knowing this is a historical event where the boat cra- it, it crashed into an iceberg and... Kate Winslet and I was about to say Jack. Well, it is Jack in the movie. And Leonardo DiCaprio are great. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell is this on a... Mm. Not Rosie O'Donnell. I can't remember who. Kathy Bates? Someone yes. Someone else. Yes. Is, Kathy Bates. They got good characters. Even, um, what's his face? Who's the guy? Billy. Uh, Billy Zane. Yeah. They have great characters. It's just the movie itself is just so drawn out. When the notebook, it's fine. It's like what a lot of like girls would be like oh my god we have to watch the notebook when like (laughs) yeah do you really know like is it a good love story yes it's got some really sad parts in it but it's also it's a pretty beautiful story though and it's for a movie it is realistic because they like they're always fighting and they're but they're i don't know they're just really drawn to each other and they just want to keep working at it and i find that it's a little more realistic too Mm -hmm. i like i would pick the notebook ryan gosling rachel mcadams yeah lovers okay this one dad gave me a really hard time about i didn't make these up either well some of them i did but action or adventure now i know in an adventure movie you're gonna get action i get it but action i put as an example mission impossible is an action movie adventure is like goonies indiana jones which i know has action in it i understand but he was really giving me a hard time about it yeah so action or adventure um i think adventure movies are definitely more lighthearted. like again when you say the goonies the goonies is a perfect example of an adventure movie i think they're 
there's more to them than just an action movie. Because, like, action movie, I'm thinking of, like, the A-Team or something like right. that. Right, yeah. So I think I think I would go adventure. Nice. I like that. I was thinking, like, Laura Croft. Like, I loved that movie with um, Alicia Vikander. Oh, uh, I didn't know if you were going to say, like, the, like... No, original, Angelina. no. No, I liked the other one. Um, Yeah, it's a hard one for me because Goonies is, like, one of my... I love Goonies. But I think I'm going to go action just because of the Mission Impossible Born Identity that kind of thing but I do love adventure it's yeah it's a hard one so romantic or rom-coms is another one he gave me a hard time about and I was like they're totally different though like the the notebook is a romantic movie it's not funny no but then like friends with benefits is a rom-com yeah funny again if you just compare those two movies I'm taking (laughs) rom-com give me some kind of comedy yeah give me something (laughs) yeah not through the love through all the like yeah especially friends with benefits because it's like oh we're just gonna sleep together oh my god we're developing feelings yeah it's like oh man who could have seen that coming right I know yeah at least least it's funny I like rom-coms too yeah I need I agree with you like romantic comedies are romantic movies are they're fine, but I don't know. Make it fun, too. Like, make me laugh. This one, you're going to, it's going to be easy, but superheroes or supernatural? I was, I read that and I was thinking, what is supernatural? Supernatural, but I guess like Super 8 would be a movie like yeah, that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, um, Arrival. Yeah. And then I was thinking that Netflix movie that we don't watch, Stranger Things. I guess that's kind of supernatural. Um, it's superhero though. Yeah, superhero. Again, it's it's Marvel, and then you still get to count like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> War or crime? Um, I think crime movies are probably easier to watch. Like a war movie, like to me, not the pinnacle war movie, but it's a movie I loved that I would never watch again. Was Lone Survivor? Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm probably more drawn to war movies. Yeah, dad said the same thing. And I was like, as much as war movies are hard to watch, I don't know if I've ever seen a bad one. Like, they're always so well done. And I was thinking of the Andrew Garfield one or that 1917 or the one the where they were in the sky. Remember when they were in, like, the the ship, the um, planes were in the sky and it was, like, dead silent? I can't remember what movie that was. Is that not 1917? It might be. Maybe it is. Anyways, there's just so many that are just, they're so well done. Um, but then I'm like, crime is like Goodfellas, and I was thinking more like, uh, like Prisoners. Oh, or like okay. Seven. Um, fuck. <laughs> then I'm going crime. I think I'm going crime, but I really do appreciate the effort of the war movies. Like I do think they're always well done. Yeah, like Saving Private Ryan. Woo, that's a toughie. Okay, Maze Runner or Hunger Games. Um. I think if these were both franchises that fell flat towards towards the end. They just always do too much. Like, just be happy that you had a successful movie. Why do you want more and more? Like, right? I think if I compared specifically the first ones, they're both so unique that the first Hunger Games is probably better, but I think I'd be more inclined to keep watching The Maze Runner. Yeah, I almost agree with you. Actually, that's a really good point. I think I'm the same way. I did really like the hunger games the first one because it was just such a good story and i love the people in it but then i just got like blah, blah, like just the maze, the maze runner at least did kind of change a little bit yeah uh, the last one do you want to watch a football movie or a baseball movie i'll tell you what the people voted for well my one friend said neither which i thought was pretty funny i have one baseball and all the rest were football I think football movies are easier to execute. I think a good baseball movie is is more apparent than a good football movie because I think there's also a lot more football movies. Yeah. I just feel like the football movies that are out there are just so much more impactful. Like you have like We Are Marshall, uh, Remember the Titans. Like those movies, if, if anybody said like what are your favorite sports movies, those are the first two besides Miracle, but that's hockey that pop in my head i can't tell you like a baseball is like a league of their own league of their own field of dreams yeah Uh, the love of the game sandlot yeah i think there are more football movies i think honestly the best football movie 
uh, it's hard to argue against those two, but I think the one that doesn't get talked about enough is Any Given Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Because it's also, like, not... It doesn't shy away from what football is actually like. Like, people are, like... Like, not... They they don't really talk about mental health, but, like, people are struggling. Right, yeah. And they're, like, popping, like, Vicodin and pills to... Pills and syringes to try to keep playing. Well, and then they're, like, getting their concussions and... Right? Yeah. Like, it's definitely... Yeah, for sure. That's that. That's the end of my segment, Jack. segment. It my was, segment's over. I really enjoyed that. Okay, great. Uh, so, our movies for next week. I'm assuming you wanted something a little lighter. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with... And I don't know if you've seen this, but 21 Jump Street. Oh, I have. But I don't remember it. So, there you go. Jon- I, Jonah Hill, Tatum. I could have watched Tatum. it last weekend. Um, have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon? No. Okay. That's the one I want you to watch, Peanut Butter Falcon. I believe it's somewhere where you can watch it. Some streaming. So it has Shia LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson. And that's the one I want you to watch. Okay. And I think, Casey, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. And besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.